0: Ready, let's start the show. Stop putting my teams into the intro because all it does is give them bad, bad luck the following season. Hey, you're listening to Cheers from the Press Box. I am your host, Joe Dorville, a.k.a. Headphone Joe, B.K.A., the Beanie Boy. And I'm here with my co-host, as always. What's going on, everybody? Brennan Tassif joining you. B. Tassif, that's uh, Brennan T. Comedy on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, So... As always, we're going to give you some of the big topics in the world of sports, a lot of playoff stuff, and of course, we have the NFL to buoy us through this. Then we got some quick things to talk about uh, around quick the hits. outside of outside of world of sports. Um, and then me and Brennan will talk about some things alone, individually, and those are called the walk-offs. It's an essay portion of the show. And then we start shilling all our products. So. With no further ado,
1: ready to return the opening
0: kickoff.
2: Perfect way to kick off. Here we go,
0: Brennan. I'm gonna All flip it up. All
2: night.
0: Gonna flip it up. Uh, we're gonna start in the Western Conference. Let's start with the team that is. Oh, you guess, son of a bitch. <laughs> let's start with the team that is on the cusp of being swept as we record this. Um, I felt like we should wait. Oh, uh, you want to start because, there? Yeah, I felt like we shouldn't wait any longer because you know. I mean, let's just rip the Band-Aid off. Uh, All right. My Denver Nuggets are on pace to get their heads caved in for the fourth time in a row. Uh, Not even couldn't even put up a fight for a gentleman sweep. Just going to settle for a regular sweep. Hopefully this recording is wrong in the fourth quarter. They explode. But currently they're down by 13 points to the Phoenix
2: Suns. Brendan, what have you learned from this series? Uh, I've learned don't trust all the experts when they're talking about how the size of the LA Lakers is going to overwhelm the Phoenix Suns. More on that in my walk-off. But, Where I come from? yeah, it's. Suns, number two, the, two. When the Jamal Murray, when the Jamal Murray thing <laughs> happened, uh, I was devastated for you because. The way he played in the bubble last year, they trade for Aaron Gordon. Everyone knows he's not some outstanding player. And I don't know if you heard, but after the first game, um, Phoenix-Denver, apparently he was one of the players to like pull everyone aside and have a players-only meeting and try and take control. It's like, what is he saying in that meeting? Like, yeah, man, when we beat the Toronto Raptors that game one before (laughs) we got swept the rest of the way in the playoffs, we played with heart. Nobody saw it coming. But... Yeah. I mean, Jamal Murray was the um, Robin to the Joker's Batman. Bring it full circle with that analogy. But uh, without him, I I was worried about them in the Portland series and uh, they made it through there. You know, Nikola Jokic playing out of his mind, the true MVP of the season. And he's shown everybody why. But they're just overpowered by the offense of the Phoenix Suns. Chris Paul, has elevated that team. Devin Booker has come fully out of his shell and is um, starting to creep into the the superstar category versus just being a a star. Um, And they just, they had too much firepower. That's what I took away. And I, my heart goes out to you, all the Denver fans, obviously huge shout out my cousin, Tom, as always, when it comes to the Denver nuggets, because Dude, it was the, this year was the year. After what happened last year, everyone counted him out. This year was the year, and then you lose, I would venture to say your best offensive player when he's on. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, ditto to everything you said. Um, when we lost Jamal, I immediately said, okay, there goes our uh, ability to win the title. Um, but then after we beat Portland, and looking at the way that... The Suns did have an issue with the length of the Lakers before AD went out. I was like, you know what? Possibility. Long shot, maybe. But we could potentially beat them. Chris Paul still dealing with that nagging shoulder. I was like, if Chris Paul is less than 90%, I was like, I think we can pull this off because Jokic in the middle if... Austin Rivers can continue playing. I've never thought I'd say that, but if Austin Rivers could continue playing at a level <laughs> that was commiserate with what he did in the Portland series, um, I thought, I thought maybe there was a chance. Well, there was a chance until the fourth quarter of game one. And then it was all downhill from there. Yep. Uh, Chris Paul started going off. Mikael Bridges started going off and that just opened it up for Booker to go off as well. And they have not looked back, uh, Every game has been, it feels like, 20-plus points. Um, I'm obviously over-exaggerating, but not too by, not by too much, honestly. Um, but, yeah, no, the Suns <laughs> look yeah, like a and I really poised to break- team to take the next step and make it out of the Western Conference. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, and actually, on that point, DeAndre Ayton, uh, and we've talked about this before. I know I brought this up before. You take him number one because that's the obvious choice, but he... So if we would say like super duper star, and I think Booker, Chris Paul is there. I think Booker is inching towards there Um, if he keeps playing at the way he's playing. DeAndre Ayton is not going to get there. I don't even think he's going to be a star in the sense of the traditional word star when it comes to NBA. Like a guy who could turn around, be the second best player on a, a, a title team. I don't think he's there. I don't think he'll get there either. But the way... He play, and I'm not this I'm not dogging him. Like he plays with so much fucking heart and is so self-aware about MDF. the the responsibility that comes with being that pick and what the team expects from him that he's he's not playing out of his mind but he's playing it, it it's a sight to behold cuz he he's literally like as my old high school coach used to say, you better find whatever you got to find <laughs> and like let's play. And that's exactly how he's been playing. I don't know What's happened because going into the playoffs, I thought that was going to be one of their weaker links. But he I mean, the Joker is going to be the Joker and he's the MVP for a reason. He's going to get his stats. But DeAndre Ayton, when he's in there, man, he's 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 trying his best. Yeah, but on an NBA elite level. And that's 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 a cool thing to see, just that he knows I'm not going to take over this game, but I'm going to fucking do everything I can to make sure he doesn't take over this game.
0: Yeah, he, he is for sure working his ass off on the defensive end. And in that game one, I mean, he matched Jokic, um, honestly, like point for point, board for board. It felt like it was a carbon copy on <laughs> both sides of away. the floor. Um, but yeah, like you said, I don't think he's ever going to be, he's not going to be the number one, um, but... I think he can grow into a solid two, but right now he is what they need at that position. Um, Yep. They didn't need a Trey Young or a Luca. It would have been nice to have that, but no, they needed a big and they needed to find Chris Paul uh, to finally make that next step. And they're making the step Brennan. And you know who they might see on that way to make the step, either the Utah jazz or the Los Angeles Clippers, Brennan. Um, Here we go. I don't know when it was, but uh I feel like I was a young lad. A wee laddie, but I heard someone say that the Jazz peaked too early. Brennan I knew you were gonna bring that up. Brennan, the Jazz are up two one in this series uh behind Donovan Mitchell's <laughs> electric basketball. Um they lost the most recent yeah. game, not for not for not not for not trying. Uh what do you have to say?
2: Not what? for nothing.
0: Wendy, what do you have to say in the presence of the Utah Jazz, the number one team in the league, who has a defensive player of the year, who <laughs> are currently up to one against the Los Angeles Clippers?
2: So I'm not a huge fan of the Clippers. Everybody who listens knows that. Um I hope the Utah Jazz destroyed the Clippers, but um But then they peaked too early. <laughs> I know. I would I I might have been wrong about that. I <laughs> thought for sure they peaked too early when they were blowing <laughs> teams out in the middle of the season. Um I was like, they won't sustain this. It's the Utah Jazz. The Sixers did the same thing. Are they proving thing? me wrong? Uh, we'll get there. Donovan Mitchell um, <laughs> left uh, with an injury. uh said he's playing in game four, though. He will be back. Uh, Spider Mitchell, man, can't they can't stop him. They cannot stop him. Paul George was at one time regarded as one of the best defensive players in the NBA. I don't know where that went, but that's not H. happening. Yeah, I guess. Um, and Kawhi Leonard put on his cape last series, so we'll see if he'll do it again this series. But I, I don't know, man. That that pick and roll with Gobert, like he just deads people when they try to come around him. And then Donovan Mitchell's just, he's been hot this whole season. He's been hot this whole goddamn season. He's playing <laughs> out of his mind. Um I think, uh, yeah, like I said, I think uh, Utah, I was wrong. Utah's probably, Utah's going to take this series. Um, Donovan Mitchell, like I said, will be back in game four. 37.3 points a game in this goddamn series. I mean, this guy, there's not much else you can say. Uh, so, we'll, I, it's just you take it away. The only thing I can say is I was wrong
0: as well. Um, I thought that. I mean, I still have room to be right, but at this point, I don't want to be right. I I thought that uh, either the Clippers or the Mavs would come and give the Jazz fits because of their length, because I thought that they had the flexibility with their length to pull Rudy Gobert out from underneath the basket and force him to be a perimeter defender, which he is not comfortable with. And they would just exploit that matchup time and time again. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the end of game one, but Rudy Gobert ended the game with a block on the perimeter. So there goes that theory. Uh, So the Clippers are pretty much throwing poop at the wall. Uh, They were able to take this last game by just a ungodly performance of threes. It felt like every time I looked up, they were hitting another three-pointer.
2: Jesus, age. Hey, how, how much did they end up getting? Uh, well, and also, I wanted to bring this up, game. too, with, with Utah. Mike Conley will be coming back. Um, sorry, the way Mike Zubach has, has been, been like, sagging off. Yeah, and the way Zubach, they have him, like, sagging off. It's just, I don't, the Clippers' defense, I don't know what, and they keep switching over to this 2-3 zone. And, again, we've talked about this ad nauseum. The zone is the, cowards. The, high school shit, like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, like. I don't I don't know. I did but like again I did want to bring up the fact um All Star Mike Conley will be back probably by the oh end of the series. Gosh. And um what? He wasn't all we did a whole you titled the show I about
0: Well, well shouldn't have been Trey Young should have been awesome. Um also
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh yeah, the Clippers so, shot fifty six percent from the field last game, so I don't think they can recreate that. That that's insane.
2: Well, and they need Jackson and Batum to do something if they want to stay in this. Yeah, pretty much. Well, Jackson played of- out of his mind in the the those games 6 and 7, just throwing it out there in the uh Dallas series and now he's kind of been a shell of himself. Him and Batum only had 17 points in the last game. Go ahead.
0: Combined? Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, if I if I read that stat correctly, yeah.
0: Well. Uh well, speaking of Trey Young, the No, I'm sorry, Hawks- 17
2: points apiece.
0: Okay. Uh, so I think you're wrong then. He seems to be doing fine. Uh speaking of Trey Young, <laughs> as I try to segue it one more time. Um the Hawks down two one. Yeah, so York. I'm looking at it
2: here. It looks like it was seventeen. So they both had seventeen points. So I I was wrong about that. It was it was seventeen seventeen for Batoon and for uh Jackson. Right. Reggie Jackson. Reset, here we go. Was it Reggie
0: Jackson or was it Batoon yeah. that had seventeen?
2: They both, bo- both of
0: them oh, had 17 a both, both of them. Oh, so the Batum had 17. See <laughs> you know what I did?
2: I did your thing that you <laughs> do to me sometimes. I did that. No, I, I was doing that to <laughs> 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 You
0: okay, know when you so, undercut me
2: and talk softly, um, right into the microphone.
0: So, <laughs> Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks took on the 76
2: Atlanta. Atlanta
0: took on the 76ers this past uh, Friday. I believe was the last game these two teams played. Joel Embiid has been, you know, soldiering it up, playing every game uh, with the torn meniscus, getting a lot of free throw line love, you know, get a big body, you get fouled a lot. Um, Brennan, how do you feel about your 76ers
2: and this series that they lead? Confident. I'm very confident. Um, High scoring first game of the series, 128-124. Atlanta took that. But uh, Joel Embiid playing on that fucked up meniscus still playing really well. You know, I don't think Capella is going to do anything against it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My man, Joel Embiid, you know, should have been the MVP. You know what I'm saying? No, you you say know what no. I'm saying? No, but no, I don't man. have a lot. I don't have a lot to say on this because the 76ers have one of the best offensive teams in the NBA, but the Philadelphia, or excuse me, the Atlanta Hawks have one of the best offensive teams in the NBA with a lot of firepower, but the 76ers have one of the better defensive teams. Um, ben Simmons needs to figure something out because Joel Embiid has a torn meniscus and can't fucking carry this entire team with a broken knee. So he needs to take more. What was it? Three shots in game, game two? Yeah, I, was, uh, you know, I, like I
0: believe it was two shots in game two. Three shots. He made two. He made, so it was two of three. Okay.
2: Four points. This is you can't you can't win a series like that. He had Doc's going to get them right. On
0: two of three shooting. Yeah,
2: four <laughs> points on two of three shooting. Four points on um, two of three
0: shooting. Unlike Nikola, yeah, Tatum and Reggie Jackson, who had seventeen
2: apiece, they had 17. 17, 17 points. Um, but yeah, Joel Embiid can dominate both ends of the floor. He was the leading candidate for MVP before he got hurt. You know, he plays his mind. He plays out of his mind on defense, and then he's their best offensive weapon. So. We're gonna see what happens. They've got a lot of length with him and Simmons. Simmons is what six eight six nine, um, and like I said, Trey Young has come out of his shell um, from where I thought he was gonna be. A lot of people uh, are so,
0: turtles, apparently. Trey Young's come out of his shell. Devin Booker's come out of his shell.
2: Yeah, just a lot of a lot of turtles, a lot <laughs> of teenage mutant ninja turtles. If I had to say it, I'd say Trey Young is more of the uh, Michelangelo of the group, while okay. uh, Donovan Mitchell is definitely Donatello, or excuse me, Leonardo, Leonardo. Mm-hmm. Definitely I'd say Leonardo. Donatello
0: because of the purple. So that means,
2: wait, no, Trey Young has to be Rafael. Luca Doncic is Raphael. No, Luca Doncic no, is Raphael. you're getting it wrong. We got to get that the color attitude. coordination. The color coordination. No, not the color. Trae We're going Young. by attitude.
0: No, 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 no. You're ruining this. Trey Young is Raphael. Luca is Leonardo. Uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell is Donatello. And Do- Devin Booker is Michelangelo. Boom. All the colors.
2: Nailed it. There you it. go. See, now, Joe, you know what I'm going to have to say here. Why is the mm-hmm. white guy got to be the leader?
0: Mm. Well, I mean, he's fighting for leadership with Raphael. I don't know if you've seen the most recent Ninja Turtles with Raphael. So the Bucs and the Nets have tied up their series. <laughs> <laughs> the Bucs and the Nets. Yeah,
2: not much to t- say on the Atlanta Hawks uh, 76ers series. The only thing, the last thing I want to say is, Going into this, I know it's been up and down in these playoffs. Everyone's like, oh, this team can't lose if they tried. And then they ended up losing, especially after some of the recency bias, which, again, we'll talk about more in my walk-off. But Ooh, um, the Atlanta Atlanta Hawks have uh, made a valiant push. And I think they're going to be a team to reckon with in the East moving forward. All right, here we go.
0: So the, uh, the Brooklyn, Brooklyn, I wanted to say New York and New Jersey, Brooklyn Nets are... Being hamstrung, like what I did there, like what I did there, are being hamstrung by the thing that hamstrung them all season long. Game two, they suffered an injury. This time, it was Kyrie Irving twisted an ankle on the foot of Giannis Antetokounmpo, Um, and the Bucks go on to win the seat the game get ahead of myself. The Bucs go on to win the game. The Bucs yep. have, uh, from game one, they've fixed their defensive rotation. They've, uh, even though they've kept P.J. Tucker on KD, um, P.J. Tucker's providing a uh, feistiness and sticking in his chest, staying with him, not letting them get too much free space. And they've taken Giannis off the ball, which was a annoying thing every time I watch the game. It's like, you have a point guard and Drew Holiday. Let him set Giannis up so that Every all five guys are just staring at this one person as he brings the ball up the court. Um, and Chris Middleton is still providing what he provides. Um, KD is KD is uh turned into LeBron James in his first year at the, with the Cavs when he went back to the Cavs when yeah. Kevin Love and Kyrie got hurt in the playoffs and he was a man alone on an island. So I, I don't think KD, I mean, we saw it in OKC and he doesn't have the talent he had in OKC uh KD's a man on an island right now. Hopefully, you know, the diagnosis is good for Kyrie to play in game 5. Uh, you, you you don't you hate to see a good player like that go out due to injury um against his uh, against his uh, own volition. Um so, yeah, you, you want to see the best players out there playing the best game. I'm getting babbled because the Nuggets have t- gotten it within six points, six minutes. Left. Um, so, they yeah, they got it within six or six minutes. Left. We can go out at least on our shield if we get one game. Jesus. H. But, um, yeah, I, I still think the Bucks are going to win this series uh, because the Nets inconsistency in their lineup the entire year. So, Brandon, what do you have to say?
2: So, yeah, you had this. Um, the thing that was getting frustrating with for me was doing a show with you when you understand, and obviously you understand um, the injury aspect of it and the, the chemistry aspect of it, and then hearing talking heads all the time, be it on ESPN or different podcasts I listen to and stuff, being like, oh, the Nets are just going to breeze through. They're going to breeze through. And that's almost something I've been parroting on this show because it just <laughs> seemed like an inevitability with like when the, Kevin you said Durant the and Kyrie Pete. Irving and James Harden. Like when you said the jazz yeah, peak, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, just like that. So, um, Reggie Jackson, I, a couple things 17. I find interesting about. <laughs> so did, uh, <laughs> so did Batum. Um, did really, <laughs> yeah, um, Batum at seventeen. Maybe the title of the episode. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, well, I was definitely thinking yeah. it was the title of the episode. <laughs> but a couple of things I wanted to point out. It's going to be hard um, to find a picture of them up. It's going to be very hard to find that I know picker. That's a, yeah, <laughs> that's... Um, if Joe Harris makes... Uh, he was one for 11 in game three. If he makes two of those shots, they win that game. Uh this team is a very good team. They're actually pretty deep, but now their best players are getting hurt and that takes away. Um Kevin Durant I I want to tiptoe around this because I I like Kevin Durant. I've heard him on a lot of podcasts. He's been very candid and open about a lot of things. Um Kevin Durant has an opportunity now to do something that he has done in the past. And I think wants to continue to do moving forward in the future, which is show that he wants to play with these other guys um, because they're very good players and it's fun, but also he doesn't need these other guys. um, If that makes sense, he is one of the best, arguably the best player in the world at this game. And if he, Plays with these other guys and goes to play on these teams. It's because it makes it more fun for him, and his mental health is very important to him. And I commend him for that. But now it's time to put you. Now it's time to put the pants on and go to work because James Harden, the best one of the best facilitators in the NBA, is out. And we we said it last week. Hey man, or two weeks ago, he's like, "I'll be ready for the playoffs." We're like, "The fucking playoffs are starting, man!" Like, what are we doing? Got ready for the playoffs. He goes out. He had hamstring tightness in series two, so. And then Kyrie, that kind of came out of left field because he's not, I mean, he's up and down with his injuries, but normally he plays through this kind of stuff. So I'm very interested to see how the team responds. And Joe Harris is going to start shooting the lights out again because that's what he does. That's why he's on that team. And Blake Griffin, as we've discussed, it's
0: not what he does, but OK, be, what do you mean? He's a shooter. He's a shooter. It, OK. <laughs> It's the playoffs, Brennan. It's not just regular season. Just like last no, year, we were like Duncan Robinson going into this yeah. year, like Duncan Robinson. No, you're right. This is what he'll he does. turn it on. No, you, yeah, you'll he'll turn it there. on the playoffs. It's like no, nah,
2: nah. yeah. And like I said, if he would have made two more of those shots uh, instead of going one for eleven, if he would have gone we three for eleven, be talking right now. No, we want it. Doesn't matter if you win. Uh, save it. That's coming up. Yeah, in the Walk off. Um, oh, My thirties. Yeah, I actually, I'm very excited to see how the series continues. Um. I think Kevin Durant could carry this team. I very much think he could carry this team. But I also think it's not going to be as easy as we might have thought it was going to be.
1: And
0: I never thought it was going to be easy because I had the Bucks winning this series from Jump Street. But Yeah, you did. I I, and say, I commend you for that. You had that. I will say uh, to your point that it's time for him to put the big pants on, big boy pants on. This is... It, And I already made the allusion to LeBron in that uh, final series with the Warriors. Um, Yeah, this is about to be KD playing with his version of Della Vadova and Tristan Thompson and these boys and, yeah, try to carry them over the edge. Um, Again, I hope Kyrie can get back next game uh, just because it was kind of a freak accident. It looked like Giannis was going for a rebound off of a Kyrie put up and his foot kind of went under him. Kyrie stepped on it, ankle turned, so... Hopefully he can get right for next game. But now it's time for the other playoffs. Bum, bum, bum. It is not the NFL, Brian. <laughs>
2: I know, sorry. I, I jumped the gun.
0: You jumped the gun. I don't know why you did that. So just a quick update, folks, if you haven't been paying attention, the Avs. R.I.P. Greg. The Avs lost to Sky Scott by Scott's Las Vegas Knights. And Scotts has getting a lot of flack because people are like, oh, you're such a new fan. Yeah, the team's new. Leave them alone. Um and the Montreal Canadiens beat the Winnipeg Jets. Uh and on the other side, we already talked about oh no, we it wasn't over yet. Sorry. Um New York Islanders were just guess on the cusp of being the Boston Bruins. And as I told you guys then, Barry Trotz has to be Killed before he lets you win a playoff series against him. And Brennan's gonna learn that very soon. And then again, the Lightning had beat the yeah. Carolina Hurricane. We're already down. Brennan. Today, game yeah. one. Two one. Yep. Game the one. Islanders. Two, take one. on, beat the Lightnings.
2: Yep. Speak it. Yeah, they took us on and then beat us. Very shot, trot, shots, trot, shots. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was um I mean it was a good game. I, I didn't expect it to uh to uh, play out the way that it did, um, they uh, just a fucking lucky breakaway goal, <laughs> fucking, and that's the game. You know what I mean? If I can quote D three like I always do, how long does it take to score a goal? Less than a second. They got a breakaway, tap it in, boom, that's game. So uh-huh. I, I'm I, just real quick. I want to say I'm positive that the Lightning are gonna. Qu- Fight back! I almost said like, crawl their way back, but we're not really the underdogs in this one. The <laughs> Islanders came out of nowhere, um, in the sense that in the Boston Bruins series, after the second game, Boston was picked uh, as the favorite to win the Stanley <laughs> Cup right, by the Vegas odds. So. Yeah, I did say that, and, and then they were um, all, the all f- of a sudden, they the were Islanders the were like, seed in the East bracket or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, we know this how is Joe loves fucking his
0: tournament. It's so annoying.
2: <laughs> Joe's over here with his seeds. Um, so <laughs> we'll see. Which is odd because. The Florida Panthers were seated higher than the Tampa. Anyway, okay. Um, so
0: uh, no game in Vegas. <laughs> Montreal has started yet, but uh, I picked that the winner of the Vegas Avalanche series was going to go on and win the Stanley Cup. So I still contend we that I have have Vegas that. beating Montreal, and I still think the Lightning would get. Pass Barry Trot Shots Shots are gonna have to slice his neck with a skate and uh bury him in the back of in a Tampa swamp somewhere. Um so it will be Vegas lightning
2: and the
0: Vegas Knights will <laughs> Fun win fact, because speaking of maximum of sadness for
2: Brennan. Golden Knights, K I N A G H T also like nights like night, like at night, because Vegas is happening at night.
0: Okay, so that's the end of our hockey coverage. <laughs> Brennan. (laughs) I don't know if you're aware of this guy named Russell Wilson.
2: So yeah, for as much uh, talk, go ahead. I'll let you set it up. So in the off season, he
0: talked about how, you know, he wasn't happy where he was. He asked to be traded, uh, gave four teams actually four teams where he'd be excited to land. I believe that was threw his sh- offensive lineman under the bus. He was, threw them under under the bus. Uh, I believe it was the what the Bears under over and through. It was the Bears, the Saints, Bears, Dallas, Saints, Vegas, Vegas was the Dallas. fourth. One. Um, well, he had his first press conference of OTA off season workout whatever the heck is happening right now and. He informed the media that he never asked for a trade.
2: I I'm, I'm, I'm going to come off the leash on this one, so let <laughs> me know whenever you're ready.
0: Now, Brennan, I'm not an idiot, but when you say there's four teams you're willing to go to, I mean that—that that sounds like a trade demand, if not an inquiry. Um, but I'll let you. I'll let you go now. That was just perplexed. That,
2: <laughs> um. Yeah. So Russell Wilson is using semantics and um, conjecture to fucking throw everyone under the now. bus but himself. He's fucking. He's a fucking liar. You fucking told your agent to do this shit so you could have the cover of my agent said I'm backing up because I'm getting loud. I my agent said. Off the leash. My yeah. agent said, and then you're gonna fucking get in front of them this guy. This same guy, he's a fantastic player, an MVP caliber player, even though he's never had a vote. Never got a vote. MVP caliber player, but you're gonna fucking sit there, Mister Godly Godly man, oh, well, tells well, the truth. Him as a
0: personal character.
2: Fucking, I'm a man of character and faith, and then you're gonna fucking lie <laughs> to everyone.
0: He, he exhibits the uh, I forgot what it's supposed to say, but whatever. This guy is the most punctual behavior of a liar. We can't call him a liar per se.
2: Okay. Okay. Don't want to get taken down by Spotify. I got you. I see what you're
0: saying. (laughs) Um,
2: This, this guy is very punctual. He's very calculated and everything he says, some of the most boring press conferences, you could literally cut the team, whatever team they played against. You could cut the name out or bleep it in a press conference. It's the same Post game press conference every fucking time you wanted a trade, man. I get it. And then you use the cover of the agent. I I get it. I totally get it because it's something and Joe, you know, this too. being in the world of music and stuff. It's something where like you want to say something, maybe not you personally, but you've seen this kind of behavior before and we see it in sports all the time. You want to say something, but you don't want to be held responsible for saying that. So you have someone else say it for you. I do it in the service industry all the time. If we're out of a lot of stuff and I have to keep going back to a table, eventually I tell the manager, you need to go tell this table we're out of it. Cause it's not on me. It's on you now. So that's what he's doing with his agent agent. You tell everybody this, but then to sit there and be like, I didn't say those things. Yeah. Technically you fucking did it, but you know what? Technically I threatened the life of a teammate. So if we really want to get technical, like what are we doing here? I'm just, <clears throat> just man up and say, you said it like, ah,
0: Speaking of technicals, another update on the Nuggets game. Uh Jokic has been ejected. Took a hard swipe what? at Cameron Payne. Uh got called for a flagrant two and sent out of the game. Bit of a bit of
2: a ruckus. <coughs> bit of a ruckus occurred. So So he's trying to get him, he's trying to get him fired up. Let's go. Fired Here up go for Aaron next Gordon. Year. Yeah. Fired Here him up. Here we go, for next Aaron year. Gordon. <laughs> Take it over. Yeah,
0: this is what the player meeting was all about. But, What's um, the score
2: about? Uh like a nine
0: point game right now. Oh just right, changed to a, a eleven point game now. Um okay. yeah. Well that could have caused an injury. And speaking of injuries in the NFL, because that's what we're actually talking about here, folks. A lot of offseason injuries. Uh starting with one Kyle Long, who came out of yep. retirement, was signed by the uh what's the team name? Kansas
2: City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs.
0: Um, and I, I can't remember. What did he hurt again, Brennan?
2: He hurt his knee. Um, hurt his knee. Okay. Yeah. So, um, he has, uh, he hurt. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm looking at it right now. So he just it too. says knee injury in practice. Um, they actually hope he's going to be ready for the regular season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle long is a guy who, um, he's fucking tough as nails. He's a big old bastard. um, there is a chance he might have to have surgery on it, but they're gonna uh, Andy coach Andy Reid said they're gonna see uh where they're at in a few days. So who knows? Uh he came out of retirement. They seem to go from being one of the brokest teams when it came to the offensive line to having an abundance of wealth. And um, you know, people are gonna go out. It's football. People get hurt, which we'll actually get into in the quick hits a little later. Injuries are going to happen um in football. In and yeah, you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. Don't worry. I got right. you. I'm doing I a green. I might
0: know where you're going. I might
2: know where you're going. Uh, but yeah, injuries happen. Uh, Kyle Long is strong as shit. Tough as nails. He'll be back um, for the regular season. Even if he has to get surgery, he's probably going to be out uh, at most six to eight weeks. So uh, he'll be back. He was a luxury piece for them anyway. He was just going to, you know, kind of yeah, take over the that uh, guard position. Line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, but, there's, but, yeah, but there's a plethora of injuries that you informed yeah, me of okay. in San
2: Francisco, Brennan. Yep. So the San Francisco 49ers have had six injuries since OTAs. Um I'm looking at it right That's now, two, two of which more are good points
0: than Ben Simmons because he had four points on two of three <laughs> <shooter>. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. So um let's just run through this real quick. Joe, uh, Jeff had 17, Wilson so Jr. 17, is a running back. He know, is out. He completely underwent knee surgery for a torn meniscus. Uh the safety uh Traverius, more out. He underwent surgery to repair an Achilles, so he's gonna be out for the whole season. These are all injuries that have happened since May 25th to June 10th. Um, Nick Bosa out. Uh well, Jeez. actually not out for the season. Questionable. He should be ready for training camp, according to the athletic, but we're gonna see that. Jalen Hurd, uh, wide receiver, knee out. Um Raheem Moore uh Mosert. I always can never pronounce that name. <laughs> Uh, the guy who two years ago in the playoffs fucking helped get them to the Super Bowl. New Smyrna out. Beach zone. Shouts out. He's a Cuda knee injury. Uh, Should be ready for training camp, though. And then D Ford, who was on the other side of Nick Bosa, their other defensive end, Um, they don't know what's going on with him. So he's out. But according to Kyle Shanahan, he is, quote unquote, keeping his fingers crossed that Ford would be ready for the start of training camp. I didn't know that was a medical term, but... That's well, it's better than what he'd said right before the draft when he said, Well,
0: yeah, Jimmy's gonna be our quarterback as long as everyone stays alive. Like, what the hell,
2: dude? Yeah, he's we're very morbid. We, we could all die tomorrow. Yeah, I love it. I love it. But they have seven injuries now from <laughs> OTAs. You love it. <laughs> <laughs> Just from OTAs, they have seven injuries. So this is something that plagued them last year. Um, they have a Super Bowl. Obviously, two years ago they were in the Super Bowl. They have a Super Bowl ready team uh if they can stay healthy. But like we're talking about with the NBA, like I've talked about in walk-offs before, best uh, the, the best ability is availability. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, and uh, they I believe they shut down OTAs for the
2: rest of the time being. They, just they did. Shut so down she, uh, Shanahan said that had nothing to do with the injuries. Wink, wink, cough, cough, but we'll see.
0: <laughs> well, he's just hoping that we all stay alive. Uh, and speaking of update on people who were once injured, ESPN is going to try to play something. I hate when they do that. Uh, Juwan James, <clears throat> a couple of days Our after guy. filing a grievance with the Denver Broncos to get some of his money back, was signed by the Baltimore Ravens as a luxury piece on their offensive line. Got a two year deal with them, which is going to work out to the one year. But Coach John Harbaugh is saying that he may be ready by November, December, Brennan.
2: That's huge. To quote um, Ty Ty from the after disaster, it's huge. It's huge. It's huge things. Not only because this is a gigantic man, but as we talked about when the injury occurred and I didn't think Denver would get rid of him. He's a starting tackle in the National Football League. Under 30 years old. Under 30 years old. And if this guy can come back November, December, and they're just going to plug and play him, the Denver Broncos are going to look like idiots because the Ravens needed to bolster that offensive line. They went out and got a few pieces this offseason through the draft and through free agency. Then they bring him in. This dude's a starting right tackle. Like, what? So um, I'm very interested to see if he's going to be ready. Even if he's not ready, he's going to be great for them next year. They get him at a discount because he was hurt. He's going to get some of that money back from Denver, I believe, in the grievance, but I was wrong about Denver keeping him. So what the fuck do I know?
0: We were so wrong. All right, Dean, we were wrong. Give us a break. Yeah, Dean. But, um, yeah, no, I think this is going to be huge for them. Uh, anything they can do to bolster that offensive line is
2: major. Now, um, another huge, another, just real quick, another huge thing. Reggie Jackson and Batum, 17 each. 17 each? Yeah. All right, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I want to um, get one more in there. <laughs> oh, you think it's
0: done? It's never done. oh. Um, <laughs> Speaking of things that are not done, the Green Bay Packers are not done signing quarterbacks. They are now at five quarterbacks for their roster uh, for the offseason for minicamps. Do you have them in front of you? I don't have them all in front of me, but oh, oh, I have the latest one. I do have them all in front of me. Jake Dulaga, you tell me who that is. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is technically on the depth chart. Jordan Love is on the depth chart. Blake Portals, uh, your guy, is on the depth chart. And Kirk Benkert. That sounds like a fake name that Kurt Kurt. Yeah, that sounds like such a fake name uh, that takes them up to five. Again, I said five quarterbacks. Brennan, do you think them signing all these arms in the offseason means something will happen with Aaron Rodgers? Because now they're also saying that Jordan Love will be week one ready. Yes,
2: yeah, so this is, um, by the way, Kirk Kurt. He is a product of the University of Virginia and then East Carolina University. <clears throat> Signed okay. with the Atlanta Falcons as an undrafted free agent in 2018.
0: All Blake these sounds Bortles. like fake things.
2: Somebody better call some of the bars up there in uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin, because they're about to get some Bortles service! I hate him so much. Sorry. I just miss <laughs> I miss saying that. Um, <laughs> huge potty animal, that guy, dude. Huge potty animal. Uh, Why is yeah, he I don't Boston, know what's going to happen here, so... I don't know. That's the best <laughs> accent I can do. Um so, and all seriousness, uh, I don't know very serious what Aaron Rodgers' real problem is, whether it's and I don't mean that like disparagingly. I just I don't know because he says he loves everybody except the front office, basically. Um, I don't know if he's just doesn't want to live in Wisconsin anymore. I don't know if you know his fiancee Shaylene Woodley is kind of pulling him towards the West Coast. Don't do that. I don't know if he wants to go home. I don't know if you're playing music in the background. But sorry, I just had a eureka
0: moment in my head. Did you? Yeah, that's why. I What did. was it? Go ahead. It has nothing to do with sports at all. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah, sorry. Nothing to I do thought with you sports. were playing music in the background, and then you made that. I'm playing face. music in the sorry. background. No, no, no! You're not. I. It was on oh. an open tab that I had. So, ah, I, okay. Anyway, gonna do it to you. So, I think realistically, and this was, um, God damn it, Monday morning quarterback. Um, Peter King yeah. wrote this, which I think is a great point. Hopefully, they can come to some understanding of, hey, you drop this bombshell on us in late April. Why don't you play the season out with us? You don't have to talk to anybody in the front office. Just play the season, be a professional. We'll field trade offers for you, and then we'll get you wherever you want to go. Because this could turn ugly real quick. The Green Bay Packers have no incentive to send Aaron Rodgers anywhere he wants to go. He does not have a no trade clause. They do not want to get rid of him. And I don't think anyone in his immediate circle that he talks to understands 100% what's happening with him, if that makes sense. He doesn't really talk to his family a whole lot. As as I mean, it, that's, that's not his been, immediate circle. Why are we bringing up these things? The only reason I bring it up is because... Who's he going to talk to about being one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL and what his, options his wife, are. his agent or his fiance, his wife, his, his Hollywood
0: actress, wife, his fiance, his agent and his
2: friends. The guy has friends. He has friends on the team and his teammates say they're behind him 100 percent. I know that. I'm just saying I don't want it to be a situation where they're in Hawaii. He's playing the ukulele and they're just like, <laughs> he's in there with fucking the guy from Top Gun. Um, I can't believe <laughs> I can't remember his name. Top I really Gun. like him as an actor. Um Miles Teller thank you but like it's Miles <laughs> Teller and Shailene Woodley and they're like yo dude you don't even need to keep playing like these why sport are you things making them anymore f- like, such why typical Hollywood things yeah. you sound like
0: such a Floridian Why? Right
2: because it's typical Hollywood for a reason baby <laughs> Like, Aaron, just be happy. Your happiness is the most important thing. Have you to heard you.
0: Aaron speak about anything? That's, he's kind of like, That's this what I'm saying. He, he doesn't, doesn't wander. Think
2: like that. No, he does. He's this
0: searching wanderer type of person. Oh, he's yeah, he's taking off seasons individual. off with the Dalai Lama. He kicked it with the Dalai Lama. What NFL quarterback has ever done that in their life? He is this introspective
2: out macro world view type of guy so I just don't want him to not play football at least for a few more years he's so good at it
0: he's very good and you know what i wish the packers would have known that and not picked jordan traded up to pick jordan love yeah. so they've made their own bad maybe bed. get a wide receiver in there i mean maybe maybe
2: oh, this is going to come way out of left field but in the Williams second round said i don't know best. if you know that yeah i do know that <laughs> But Ricky Williams said it best. Um, When is it okay to not want to play football anymore? And I think that is something, an introspective kind of thing that I've, I looked at when I played. Um, That's something every player has to look at. And I think it's a selfish thing that us as fans, and I can only speak for me, but me as a fan, same thing with Andrew Luck. I want them to keep playing because there's, I want them to, yeah, we will. I want them to keep playing because they're so good at what they do. But, if Aaron doesn't want to play anymore or if he just doesn't want to play for green Bay, that's obviously the decision he'll come to. I'm just, there's a part of me that thinks like maybe because I still want to play and I wish I could still play that. Like, why, why would you give it up? But again, I'm in talking about this with you right now. I'm reminded again of what Ricky Williams said, which is when is it okay to not want to play football anymore?
0: Also, you can't put yourself in somebody else's shoe because you don't know what he's been dealing with and whatnot. And like we said Absolutely. about like you said about KD, um, which is very grown up of you, and so proud. Uh, he wants his mental his mental uh, wellness is as important as playing the game that he loves. So if being in Green yeah. Bay with people who don't respect him and don't care for him as a person and just see him as a cog in the machine and they can dispose of him whenever they want. No, he wants to take some of that ownership and he's going to take control of his playing career and not be dictated by these people that obviously thought he was washed. So they drafted somebody and he has an MVP season and they think they can have their cake and eat it too while keeping the young guy on the roster. And he's like, fuck that, send me out of here. And if you don't, I'll just sit here and do Jeopardy.
2: Yep. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Oh, one more trade I wanted to throw in here. Um, Last thing I wanted to mention about the NFL: Uh, Do you think any more worthwhile, like big name? I put worthwhile. That's that's bad bad wording by me, and I'm a wordsmith. Um, Do you think any more high level uh, trades are going to happen?
0: Reggie Jackson and Nicholas Batum both had 17 points. Wordsmith.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was just throwing that out there because of the Gardner Minshew thing. I think uh, not worthwhile. He's on (laughs) the move. Yes, he's, he's on gonna start. the move.
0: He's not going to start.
2: He's going to start in the NFL. I don't understand. That money. <laughs>
0: All right, let's double nothing on our steak dinner. He starts. He's okay. a consistent start, not for injury
2: purposes. He is a consistent day well, one. Wait, start. wait a second. What if he gets in because <laughs> of injury purposes? What if he gets his opportunity because of injury, but plays so well they keep him in? If they keep the him combat? in even after the other person gets healthy, that counts. Okay,
0: for next season. Next season. Just next season. He, um, What's the minimum number of game he has to start? Four. Okay, I was going to say it has to be four because this can't be a week 17 They just throw him in.
2: No, no, no. So week three, the quarterback goes down, he goes in, then he plays week three, four, five, and six. But if plays the quarterback... It, play, plays four, starts three.
0: But if the quarterback... My thing is if the quarterback gets healthy in week... He has to be unseating the job is what I'm saying. He's not going to take anyone's job. Yeah, yeah. I agree.
2: I agree. No, he's going to take somebody's job. No, I'm saying he's not taking anybody's job. No, that's that's what the bet is. I'm saying he'll take someone's okay. job. You're saying he won't.
0: Okay, I just wanted to make sure. But that's I'm saying even if he plays four games, but then gets sit in game five
2: because the quarterback's back, I win. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> what I'm saying is... No, I see. I see what you're saying, but what yeah. I don't want this to be is like, oh no, he he wins out the starting job, and then in week like 14 they take him out because he throws like six picks, like, and then you're like, see, I won. Okay, no, like, oh, no, no, he started 14 games.
0: You know, we'll figure this out off air, but I like the bet as a double okay, nothing off-air. for the for the NHL. Yeah. bet we'll figure this out. Double or nothing. The NFL, after the NFL season gets closer, we'll figure this out on air. Actually, this, this feels like good content to mine. But uh, speaking of some content.
2: You'll be surprised
0: how quick it- quick name hits. Quick hits. These are the quick hits, folks. These are where we hits. give you some rapid fire topics. They're usually never rapid fire, um, especially not this week. Brennan. We try. Are you aware that the NCAA is in talks of expanding the college football playoff from four to a whopping 12 teams? Now, in this proposal. I believe it will allow six conferences to have automatic bids, if I have that correct, and then six at-large teams.
2: Yeah, so it'll be six conference champions and then six at-large teams.
0: Okay, and the the sixth conference champion, because you have the Power Five, will be the American Athletic Conference, I believe. It will be outside of the Power Five.
2: Um, there's no specifics to who it's going to oh, be. Oh
0: wow! So it could be anybody, it could just, but it will have to be a conference.
2: It could be winner. any. It could be any of the non-Power Five conference. Okay. Depending well, on schedule, strength of schedule, seating, all that.
0: Okay. Well, Brendan, uh, let me just, let me just hear what you got to think. What you think about this?
2: This is a horrific money grab. It's hypocritical of the NCAA to put its players at this kind of a risk uh, for no compensation. As a former player, uh, student athlete, uh, cog in the NCAA machine. Uh, this is disgusting. Um, that's all I can really say. I don't want to get too much into it cause I'll, I'll start to get um, emotional and angry cause I had to stop playing cause of injury and I just don't like what they do to these players. Um, especially cause they're not getting paid for it. And I was a nobody and these guys are fucking going out, getting themselves killed for the good of the team. Um, but the team doesn't care about them. In fact, they dump money into the dumbest shit so they can s- cry broke. So they can say, we don't have any money because we just spent $10 million on a fucking... It's- Statue. Yeah, it's. I don't agree with it. I love... The fact that they're giving other teams opportunities. Of course, I always root for the underdog. 16-game seasons in college is insane. 12-game seasons in college is insane. Um, and most of these guys will never play this game again once they're done with college. So kudos to them for, wanting, for having more games. And I know when they're in it, they want to play these games. I know that because I, I lived it. Um, If you told me when I was 19, 18, 19, 20 years old, hey, you can play four more games. And this was the last time I was going to play the game that I loved. I'd say, fuck everyone else. This is what I want to do. But now dealing with some of the stuff I have to deal with. It's it's just sad because there's no health care. There's no health care. There's no country for old Brennan. There's no fucking reimbursement. There's no health care. There's. this was fun while it lasted. You're not a starter. You're not a full scholarship athlete. Thanks for coming out. Have a nice life. And now I got to deal with it. So I just, I can't, I cannot believe the hypocrisy that is taking place in the NCAA. That's it. That's all I got to say. God
0: dang it. I'm so mad. I I wanted to come in firing hot and you gave that soliloquy and you've touched me emotionally, Brennan. Jesus H. So what I will say is yes, this is a Money grab, obviously, and uh, similar to your point that the players are not going to object because the players want to play. That's what they've been raised to do. That's what their mentality is at all times. But that's what we're to to do. Who is going to save the player from themselves? This is similar to when they played in the pandemic. And I thought that it's going to disrupt many lives going forward. And it has. We're not hearing a lot of the stories, but it has. People have gotten COVID and they're lung capacity is not the same anymore. Um, But yes, no. uh, The NCAA is only doing this to get more billions, billions with a B, function as a nonprofit organization, pocket the money, and not give any of it to any of the players. They're going to put a NFL size schedule on the backs of 18, 19, 20, and 21-year-olds, and then give them no compensation. The NFL can do that because They get paid. There's a a salary. There's money that that they are guaranteed.
2: That extra game is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars to the lowest player on the roster.
0: So when people say, who cares, they're getting a scholarship, the scholarship money value doesn't go up. People, for some reason, are fine with the NCAA.
2: It's a moot point. It's a moot point (laughs) if you can't fucking tie your shoes at 45. People are okay with
0: the NCAA adding another billion dollars in revenue to their sport. But the players who all they get is what room and board and then a stipend, their stipend doesn't increase. Their room and board doesn't increase. They're not allowed to go to the school forever and ever and ever and ever. Like a scholarship is year to year as it is, it's not guaranteed four years. It's not a full ride. It's bullshit. Is you're on a year-to-year contract, but you're not being paid or compensated. And you know the other thing that's fucked up? I was having a conversation with a ex-college athlete, not you, but someone else who played in the 80s, and he was saying that the kids on the band that they do, that they provide the band soundtrack for the games, those kids, after the seasons are done, they can go back to school, they can get a job. Football player, you can't get a job. There's no way you're not allowed. You're not allowed to just get a job. So when people say, oh, you can make money, X, Y, Z. No, they can't. They're literally being, they're being used, abused and thrown to the side and society forgets them once they're not cheering for them on Saturday. Like every fucking person doesn't make it to the NFL. It's like a 1% thing. Like there's other kids that are less than that, like you, whose their lives are going to be altered. And they don't have the safety of health insurance or or anything. And for people to just flippantly say, well, I don't care. I want the games. Well, then you, you're you just you're just a bad human being. Honestly, you just you lack empathy. All you want is your feel good and you lack empathy and compassion for a workforce that gets nothing in return.
2: And I know this is um, I didn't mean to kind of freak out there but no, I, and I know fine, this is something some people might say is well some people might say like brennan you're being you know uh, always the pessimist always glass half empty um but a, a scholarship an education is not worth anything if by the time you're in your 40s and 50s you can no longer use it and but what, what i mean by that is just Um, your mental stability, your mental well-being. This is a collision sport, um, and it affects everybody differently. But as I've talked about before in my walk-offs, I have acute onset epilepsy. I have seizures. I have restless leg, restless hand. I already had bad depression and anxiety, which was only magnified by repetitive brain trauma. And so, like, yeah, it's my IQ has steadily gone down every – Few years when I go see the neurologist, they test me every time I go and every time I go, it gets lower and lower. So to say, well, they got their education, they got their degree. That's not that's not a guaranteed pension. Like, so it's just frustrating to me that you're going to put these student athletes in more precarious situations. This isn't fucking swimming. And no offense to the swimmers, I dated swimmers, I slept with swimmers. This is nothing against swimmers. Is this is a unrelated. Violent <laughs> collision. I know I swim through <laughs> it. Little levity. I'm a comic, but this is a violent collision sport, and it's one thing for the NCAA to expand March Madness. Do it all day, all day long. No, don't do that anymore. But not. But sixty-eight. Well, yeah, too much. obviously sixty-eight for too much. the comp- Well, and even for the compensation because they're doing the same thing. But what yes. I'm talking about is outside of the realm of the hypocrite the just the the vicious corporate nature of the NCAA, outside of that you're putting these kids lives at stake and it's not okay
0: and two more points before you start babble, become a babbling brook um the one point you made about uh the education People say they're getting a free education. They're getting a free education. Well, a lot of those guys, I've heard many a player talk about, they have to, they cannot, they cannot get the education they want because they have to, their degree is basically dictated on when they can take classes and it has to be done around their football schedule. So if there's a, 8 p.m. class for coding that they were interested in taking. Well, we have practice on Wednesday night at 8 p.m. So I can't take that class. So I have that's why whenever you see those degrees where uh, I mean, not all the time, but sometimes when you see fucking. Uh, <laughs> I can't even think of the silly degrees I would see back in the day where ESPN would put it up on the Chiron. but, and then people started making fun of that guy. That's probably what he has to enroll in yeah. because those are the only physical education, classes communication he can take. <laughs> Not even those like it was, business I, management, one of the broadest. One I remember that was just so ridiculous, it, but I can't, I can't think of it right now. And the other thing people are going to yeah. say, name, image, and likeness look into your states. Some of these states that are signing these name, image, and likeness bills, Look into it because the one in Georgia, when I saw it getting passed, I was like, oh, wow, this is so good. They're being progressive in such this rigid-ass state. But once it was broken down to me by Bomani Jones, who looked into the bill, the players get 30% of the deal, and then 70% of the deal goes to the university to disperse amongst all student-athletes. So if I get a deal with, let's say, Nike for $100,000, I only see 30,000 of that money and then there's taxes taken out and then 70% of it goes to the university to do whatever they want. That is not fair.
2: No, the whole system is broken.
0: The system is built to keep the players broke. Uh, Let's, let's go, let's do the AEW update and let's get to the walk-offs because I think we, (coughs) I think we
2: did a lot there. Okay, um, real quick, I just want to do an AEW update. Uh, So, uh, we don't talk about it enough. Um, Tony Khan, close personal friend. Are you trying to get us uh, back on Spotify? uh, Shouts out TK. Yeah, I am. But um, (laughs) just real quick, if you guys aren't paying attention, uh, the AEW All Elite Wrestling has signed some pretty big names. So, we've got Sting, who can't, the Stinger. Came out this uh, past year. That was kind of an older signing, but I wanted to bring it up. Christian K- Or not came. You know what I mean. Signed on. Uh, just, Christian Cage. Stinger uh, everyone knows him as Christian from Edge and Christian from the WCW, then the WWE. He is now All Elite Wrestling. And uh, we also have uh, Paul White. The Big Show is now All Elite. So some of the bigger names. Also... There are rumors that Ric Flair was drinking Dom with Tony Khan at an unnamed restaurant. Brandon, I Brandon, Brandon, Brandon you get skipped off Spotify.
0: You're get kissed Spotify. Sorry, um, sorry, 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 sorry. I also saw that Mark Henry signed, and I believe Jerry the King. Mark Lala. Henry,
2: that was the biggest Not one I Jerry, wanted to bring King up. Lala. Sexual Chocolate, Mark Henry.
0: <laughs> um, world's Jim strongest Ross, man, Jim Ross. Did he? Jim, was it Jim Ross? You
2: you're talking about Jr. Jim Ross? Yeah, Jr he's been there the whole time okay he's been there, yeah, okay, he's been there the know. whole time
0: okay
2: i just yeah. heard him on a podcast but, speaking and obviously about everyone knows aw yeah chris jericho uh is all elite cody rhodes but those guys have been there john moxley those guys have all been there from day one so some of the bigger signings in the last year year and a half the stinger christian uh paul white and then uh just the most recent one mark henry sexual chocolate the the world's strongest man
0: um i'm in a fit in a fit of rage i'm reversing course nuggets have been swept out of the series uh, prayers up for Denmark midfielder, uh, the Euro 2020 and in 2021, it's very annoying and confusing. Uh, I don't know why they just didn't change the branding. Um, the Euro 2020 has started Denmark midfielder, Christian Erickson went down, uh, suffered a heart attack on the pitch. Um, they were able to resuscitate him and he is in stable condition as far as we know. So, it was a very scary sight. I woke up to many Shouts attacks out. from my buddies who we all follow soccer. And I was I was asleep through it. Uh, and it, it was scary to get the updates in real time. Um, also, last thing I'll say, my Atlanta dream won today.
1: Welcome to the Big League! Thanks.
0: What an episode. No wonder Spotify wants to keep us off. Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, man, they're trying to silence the, the people, baby. Yeah, they they must be in the, the NCAA's
2: pockets. Brennan, walk off. You're first. I am first. So, Joe, shut up. Since I did enough, I did not know that college football thing was going to take me out of it like that. But since I did enough seriousness there, we're going to have a little fun with this walk off. It's a little short, but here we go. My walk off is called An Inch or a Mile. Whenever I think about competition in its truest form, I am reminded of the immortal words of Dom Toretto played by Vin Diesel from the original, the fast and the furious film. <laughs> yes. Film doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile winning is winning. True words have never been spoken when it comes to the purest form of competition. However, in an age of recency bias, hot takes, hyperbolic media, and the instant gratification of social media, the true sense of competition seems to get lost from time to time. Take the most recent playoff season in the NBA, for example. In the beginning, some teams were tanking their last few weeks of the regular season to carpetbag their seating in the playoffs to get favorable matchups. Despite the seating, every—oh, and— and despite the seeding, every expert had the immense size of the Lakers overwhelming the Phoenix Suns. Dallas destroyed the Clippers in the first two games of their series in L.A. Denver seemed to be destined to fizzle out with one of their most prolific, without one of their most prolific offensive players. In fact, if you were to look at the first few games of the first round, it would seem like winning teams were just going to roll. They won in what could be conceived as a mile. They won by what could be conceived as a mile. But that does not matter because it is not the best of one or the best of three or the best of five, but the best of seven. Despite large margins of victory in opening games of the first round in most of the series, the now quote unquote underdogs came back to win. It was not pretty and and many of the experts were wrong in the case of Denver, Dallas, L.A., and Atlanta. Here we are in round two, and there have already been a few teams that got blowed out. To quote Michael Wilbon, mainly the Bucks in Brooklyn, Bucks by Brooklyn. But the first two games did not matter because you cannot take the margin from the first win and add it to the next game. We have seen that with the Bucks now winning two straight and making it a series again. While some of these teams may only win by an inch in the end, winning is winning. Boom. Boom. I really just wanted to do a Fast and the Furious quote <laughs> for a walk-off. Oh,
0: boy. Brandon and his quotes. They'll never stop. Well, now it's time for Brandon to like shut up. I called
2: up. it a film and then I sniffed.
0: <laughs> shut up. All right. You've had enough time to talk. Um, My walk-off is entitled, You Don't Play Boxing. People always say you don't play boxing, but more and more I am seeing once great sport bastardized. There's more hype for these outrageous celebrity stunts than for real boxing matches. Nothing is more visceral than watching a true tactician at work. Shakur Stevenson, undefeated, put on a boxing clinic to capture the junior lightweight title this weekend. But all I saw on my Twitter timeline was about Lamar Odom and Nick Carter. This is a problem that has that has to be fixed by those within boxing. When Floyd Mayweather decided to go the way of Triller and put on a boxing exhibition show and is only looking to cash in on the fame of a YouTuber instead of trying to grow the sport of boxing, this is what's wrong with a sport that would once stop the world. Brennan. Beautiful. You were too reclined.
2: I didn't have a lot of words. Didn't have a lot of words. No, you're right, though. Um, And another thing we should have mentioned, there's fights all weekend, but didn't get to it. Too much in the way of uh, the AEW and college football. So, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was the um, Israel fight, the Nick Diaz fight. Yep. Nate Diaz? I
2: say Nick Diaz. Yeah, Nick Diaz got fucked up.
0: But I heard in the fifth round, he
2: he started uh,
0: coming alive, which is- Dude, he was- kind of his signature of getting yeah, his ass was, beat and then coming on. He I
2: leaking. I saw, yeah. I
0: saw pictures. Yes. But yeah, there was yeah, some was UFC brutal. fight stuff, but I don't watch UFC. Yeah, Israel won. Won uh, by time. decision.
2: Fifth round. So. Well, alright. There we go.
0: I forgot how the show ends. Oh, that's right. The press conference. Sorry. All the NCAA stuff really got my goat. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. Brennan, where can we find you?
2: So, as I said, I also do stand-up comedy. Brennan T. Comedy on all social media. BrennanTComedy.com. Check out my upcoming dates. I am doing a farewell to Florida tour. Big news. Moving to New York City next month. Um, So, I'm doing a farewell to Florida tour right now. Uh, Those dates are up on the website. BrennanTComedy.com. Check out merch. BrennanTComedy.com slash merch store. Because I do have another podcast. Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy where I hang out with all sorts of people from musicians like Joe, all the way to former bookers of the improv like Mike Carano, presidents of podcasts like Tyler White, uh, comedians, actors, all sorts of people. And we just do, I'm sober now, but we just go over fun drinking stories, getting in trouble stories, drug stories. Uh, Some people call it inspirational. I don't know about that, but it's, it's a really fun podcast. So check that out again. It's Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy.
0: Joke. Definitely, definitely not inspirational. Um, you can find me on you Twitter got a few DMs that say elsewise. <laughs> well, I, I saw a tweet that didn't have me in it, thanking it for uh, you know, all that's done. That was an
2: accident. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorva. You can follow this show's Twitter and Instagram at Hearing Press. Uh, you can check out my hip hop albums, TV and TV Season 2, under the moniker Headphone Joe. No oh no E in the phone. You can check out my website, joedorville.com, for videos and for merch. Um, I believe that's all I have to say. Uh, you can check out this network, Add a New Low on Twitter and Instagram, Add a New Low Pod on Twitter and Instagram, a new to get everything that you need. Uh, Brennan. Oh, also, we should probably start promoting. Uh, hey, cheers from the press box. Um, Discord, the Discord where you can go communicate with us. We usually are talking shit about our sport teams and whatnot. You can hop in there. Uh, yeah. if you join our Discord. You can get to yeah, that I, again. I wanted to at a new
2: Promote one more thing. Okay. You got something to uh, you can also find Joe if you got something to say in the streets. All right, there we go.
0: Oh yeah, you can find these in the streets. My hands still work, baby. Uh, Brennan, I want one more thing I had to say. <laughs> I don't know uh. if you know this. But Reggie Jackson and Nicholas Batum had that 17 apiece.
2: Uh, <laughs> 17, baby! Brennan, take us out of here. Each. 17 each. Each. That's why we played. That's why we play the game. Hello. Hello? Huge shout-out, Mark Henry. Sexual Chocolate came into the restaurant. Great dude. Awesome.
1: You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with host